0: The LA Kings look to extend their winning streak to four in a row as they host the Calgary Flames. Phoenix Compley is back in net doing something he's never done before in the NHL. We'll have a preview of tonight's game. Plus, it's a feedback Thursday, and we'll read your emails and comments on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. We're at over a thousand subscribers and counting. Thank you for all the support of uh, the YouTube channel and the podcast as well. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, the past 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years. And a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online as you cover the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Happy to say, we had no fuzzy video on YouTube yesterday. Uh, clearly, turning the computer off and on was the solution. Uh, fingers crossed, we have no fuzzy video today i hope i did not jinx it uh the kings are back in action tonight hosting the calgary flames riding a three-game winning streak la is looking to win four in a row for the second time this season having won four straight from november 5th to november the 12th kings check in with an 18 12 and 5 record for 41 points uh, having won three in a row um the kings lineup has uh, expected to be the same as it has been for the last couple of games i did see that dennis bernstein reported on twitter that it will be Phoenix Copley back in net tonight for his fifth straight start. According to Alex Faust on the last Kings TV broadcast, Copley has never started five straight games in his NHL career. So if that's the fact, some uncharted territory for Phoenix Copley tonight, let's hope that record fifth straight start is a good one. Uh, so far in the season, Copley 5-1 and one with the LA Kings, allowed a total of 15 goals in those six starts so far, 171 shots on goal. He's got a 2.43 goals against average and a 9.12 save percentage. But as I mentioned on yesterday's show, if you take out that six goals against performance against Buffalo, which I know you, you can't really do, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Copley's numbers, aside from that third period in Buffalo, are actually exceptional 1.8 goals against average, a 9.35 save percentage. So, uh, other than that Sabres game, he's allowed uh, no more than two goals in any of his starts so far. So, Phoenix Copley, the Kings, riding the hot hand as I suspected they would, Uh, and so I'm sure that means Jonathan Cook will go uh, the following night in Arizona against the Coyotes. As for the Kings and Flames, this is the second of four meetings between the two teams this season. L.A. lost the first meeting back on November the 14th, 6-5 in Calgary. That loss snapped the Kings' only other four-game winning streak at the time. Of course, we're hoping for a four-game winning streak. Tonight, uh, in that first meeting, the two teams uh, had a wild opening period. If you recall, six goals scored up in Calgary in that first period, four of them by the Flames. Hopefully, we do not see anything like that tonight. Uh, the Kings did outscore the Flames 2-0 in the third, but their rally fell short, and they lose by a goal. Jonathan Quick allowed all six goals on 30 shots in that loss. I think that was also probably part of the reason why, not exclusively why, uh, that the Kings and Todd McCollum decided to stick with Phoenix Copley. Of course, there are a few reasons. Copley's been playing well in late. The team's been playing well with him in net. Uh, you've got back-to-back games, and uh, the Flames haven't seen Phoenix Copley, so I'm sure there's a scouting report on him, but it's a little bit different when you haven't seen a goalie for the first time. Maybe that takes them a little while to get things going. They know Jonathan Quick. They've beaten him already this season, and Quick did allow six goals, as I mentioned. So all that factors in, it seemed like the logical move to have Phoenix Copley be in net again tonight. This is the Kings' third straight game against a fellow Pacific Division opponent, having beaten the Sharks and Ducks in the first two games of their current homestand. L.A. is currently second in the Pacific Division with 41 points. As for Calgary, they've got 36 points. They sit in sixth in the Pacific Division. Flames are currently the first team in the Western Conference on the outside looking in at a playoff spot looking for a wild card spot. By the way, if the playoffs started today, which they certainly do not, the Kings would face the Kraken in the first round. Just uh, some food for thought. Uh, the Flames have uh, a couple of losing streaks this season that have really hurt them so far as as far as getting any kind of consistency going. They lost seven in a row from late October to mid-November and then had a five-game losing skid uh, in early to mid-December. Flames are currently riding back-to-back wins, but a really weird situation, and, and other than the COVID year, uh, or years, I can't remember this happening. Uh, but the Flames have won back to back games, both against the Sharks, both in San Jose. So, a weird doubleheader of sorts. They weren't <laughs> wasn't on the same night, uh, they were there was a day off in between, but uh, yeah, the uh, the uh, Flames got to stay in the same hotel, uh, in San Jose for a few extra days. That's that's very weird and something you just don't see very often. I have no idea why. That was the case, but yeah, they're coming off back-to-back wins over the Sharks in San Jose, uh, so interesting. Uh, the Flames were my pick and uh, the pick of many to win the Pacific Division uh, at the start of the year, and uh, d- despite a tumultuous offseason for Calgary, uh, if you if you didn't know, uh, their top two scorers from a year ago, I'm sure you're familiar with one of them, uh, but Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Goudreau left in the offseason. Goudreau signed a free agent deal in Columbus, which shocked the hockey world. As for Kachuk, um, they wanted to sign him to a long-term extension. He said no, he was going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And so they said, well, we're not going to let you go for nothing like we do with Johnny Gaudreau. So they traded him to the Florida Panthers in exchange for Jonathan Huberto and defenseman Mackenzie Weger. They also signed free agent center Nazem Kadri, uh, fresh off a Stanley Cup win with a Colorado Avalanche. But so far, it hasn't translated on the ice, these changes. And maybe... You could say they're still trying to work things out. They're trying to develop chemistry with these new key players. Um, but again, so far, it just the, the season has not gone as well as a lot of people thought it would be. And part of the reason also is that their star goalie, Jacob Markstrom, has been struggling as well. This was a Besna Trophy finalist a year ago. Uh, but so far this season, for Markstrom, 10-8-4 is the record. A 2.88 goals against average and an 8.93 save percentage, which is certainly not him. Uh, So that has not helped the Flames this season uh, as well. Um, Calgary entering the night 22nd out of 32 teams in power play percentage. Uh, They are sixth in the NHL in penalty kill percentage. So uh, I guess maybe kind of strength versus weakness going head to head against each other tonight. So the Flames don't have a great power play. The Kings don't have a great penalty kill, but the Flames have a good penalty kill and the kings have a good power play so again uh, strength on strength i guess I'll wink this on whatever uh we should see a few former kings in the lineup for calgary tonight of course daryl sutter uh the two-time stanley cup winning coach of the la kings is now guiding the calgary flames i believe for a second time in his career uh, but tyler Toffoli, trevor lewis milan lucic all should be in the lineup tonight uh for the calgary flames former kings taking on their old team uh so a brief preview tonight's game Uh, Kings should get a bit of a tougher test tonight than they have in the previous two games against the Sharks and the Ducks but Calgary a little bit like LA this year not uh, necessarily playing up to expectations although the Kings are in second place we it is such a weird year for the Kings having you know where they are on the standings uh, despite the fact they've been inconsistent but the Flames have been even more inconsistent they're having issues in net like the Kings have been having at, at points of this year Um, So a little bit of a mirror image, I guess, in in a sense uh, that the Flames are are underachieving, not playing consistent hockey and having issues where they didn't expect to have issues. So uh, a little bit of a preview for tonight's game. The LA Kings taking on the Calgary Flames. Uh, We're going to talk and uh, read some of your comments, some of your emails uh, with a feedback portion of the show coming up in just a second. But I do need to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every pro and college league out there, uh, from football to basketball, uh, esports. They've got you covered at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on BetOnline as well. BetOnline is always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting picks. Head to BetOnline.net today, or use your mobile device to learn more. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. So, as I mentioned, it is a Feedback Thursday. And I mentioned last Thursday um, that if you didn't kind of get in, it was last Thursday. What what a difference a week makes, right? Last Thursday was kind of a show to vent because the Kings weren't playing well. This was right before their game against Boston. Uh, They had lost that embarrassing six-goal third period against Buffalo. They had lost against uh, a bad Blue Jackets team. Uh, in overtime and things weren't looking great and I had thrown out there and I've mentioned it a few times maybe a coaching change um, and and I invited you to give your opinions and there were a few emails that came in maybe the next day or over the weekend before the Boston win and uh, I want to read some of those emails first just to kind of remind us where we were uh, a week ago and the first one comes from Chris he is in northern nevada carson city to be exact and chris thank you for including your location i think everyone included their location uh this week so thank you for listening to my request by the way uh so chris in carson city nevada says uh, this road trip has been a microcosm of the entire season such up and down play from game to game if you look at a glance three two and one on a six game east road trip you would feel good But dive deep into it, two shutouts against and a poorly played game against Columbus defensively and a meltdown in the third period against Buffalo. There are some glaring issues, and we are still making the same defensive mistakes that we made in October. Lots of times leaving our goaltenders out the dry. The only silver lining is that this team has enough of an offensive punch that we can answer back frequently. Imagine that this team could play more consistent defense and not make poor decisions with the puck on the blue line. What could this team be? Not sure what the options are to fix it, It is bringing the talent. Is it bringing in talent via trade on defense? Is it a coaching change? Goaltender. So many questions. Crazy thing is, we're still right up there in third in the division. I keep waiting for the hot streak uh, that we've gotten on every year. McClellan has been the head coach. He has led this team to some long winning streaks. So hopefully that will come. I'll still be watching every game, rooting for the team, and making this podcast my first listen every day. Keep up the good work, Eddie. Go Kings. Go again. That is uh, Chris in Carson City, Nevada, and and Chris. you mentioned it that the team has, and most teams do, to be honest. Most teams in the NHL at some point will go on a streak, maybe four, five, six games. If you get beyond that, that's pretty exceptional. Uh, we've seen a few of those this year, um, but usually every team has one of those. Uh, the good teams maybe have more than one of those. But yeah, um, hopefully we're in one of those at the moment. Uh, we've talked about it before. The, you know, pretty long homestand here for the kings coming off that win over boston starting to play a little bit better the only hesitation is that uh, other than of course the bruins win the two home games so far have been against lesser competition uh so i think we're still going to wait and see i think a win tonight would go a long way in helping us to be a little bit more confident and that the kings are you know maybe in the midst of going on on a uh on a winning streak. But I, I think the part that resonated with me, you said, imagine if this team could play more consistent defense and not make poor decisions with the puck on the blue line. What could this team be? And I think you're right. With the offensive punch, with the improved power play, if we can just improve that much more on defense and the penalty kill, then you got something going on here. Um, obviously, Phoenix Copley has been a nice addition into that. And, you know, if he starts to go south or kind of comes back to reality, We'll see where we go from there. But uh, right now, Kings are playing a little bit better. We're starting to feel a little bit better as to uh, how things are going. Obviously, the win over Boston was a huge uh, boost, I think, in a lot of Kings' confidence in this team. But got to keep it going. Got to be more consistent. And, and and as we said, we still have to wait to see it. And uh, but But I'm starting to get a good feeling. Hopefully it uh, it keeps going, but we'll see. Uh, Jacob in Costa Mesa has uh, three big ideas for the Kings to try and turn things around. Number one, he says, play your youth now. Brent Clark and Quentin Byfield, along with plenty of others, shows so much promise and had pretty sharp starts to the season. We don't need an AHL championship. I understand Byfield has been rehabbing from illness, but bringing up the youth could be just the spark to get the team right on, back on track. You have some of the best mentors in the NHL in Kopitar, Dowdy, Edler, even quick. Maybe learning on the youth induces some initial struggles, but it could certainly pan out going late into the season in crunch time. Doing something like this in February is too late. Uh, He also says trade for a goaltender. I understand this somewhat contradicts what my uh, previous feedback was as a blockbuster trade likely involves letting go of some of your best youth. I could envision a scenario where you let go of a promising young player like Kupari and a seasoned vet that could uh, use a do a team that could use a boost in the locker room, maybe Edler in exchange for a goaltender who could instantly boost your defensive performance for the Kings scoring appears to be mostly a non-issue team defense, which has been solid for most uh, part turnovers aside can only take you so far. The last slide of defense must improve if we want to make a deep playoff run. And he says, fire McClellan. This is absolutely a last resort. However, I see this being the best option if there is no action going later into the Second half of the season, the best thing for the Oilers last year was getting rid of Tippett and promoting Woodcroft. If you recall, the Oilers' first game uh, out of that firing was a win over the Kings. Uh, this team has all the pieces, well, aside from a consistent goaltender, it just needs the energy, jolt, and getting rid of the coach just may be what is needed. Thanks for the opportunity to share some feedback on my favorite team. And again, that was Jacob in Costa Mesa. Uh, yeah, we'll see what the future holds, the near future holds, for brant Clark and Quinton Byfield. Uh, I would expect to see them uh, in the Kings lineup here in 2023, but uh, that remains to be seen. Trading for a goaltender, I I just don't see that as an option right now. Obviously, in the moment, uh, Rob Blake and company are going to see if they've lucked out and uh, just kind of fell into this Phoenix Copley situation. Um, But there aren't a lot of options out there uh, to improve the goaltending. And look, like I've said, they've invested in Cal Peterson He's done a decent job in the AHL. They're hoping he can get right. They're going to give Cal Peterson another chance. Unless Phoenix Copley, again, just becomes uh, magical and unbeatable and goes you know, on a, on a crazy run, um, Cal Peterson's going to get called up again, and they're keeping their fingers crossed that what's going on in the AHL has helped out. You talked about Fire McClellan. I had said on last Thursday's show that I would give Todd McClellan another week, and if things weren't any better, I would seriously consider a coaching change. Well, since I said that, they've gone 3-0, and including a win over the Boston Bruins. So uh, that's on the back burner for now, I would say. Whether it was ever on the front burner uh, certainly is is a question. Uh, we got an email from Brian in Pennsylvania. Uh, Brian is a Kings fan in Pennsylvania. By the way, Brian, any chance you're a Steelers fan? Because uh, I'm a Steelers fan and a Kings fan, and that's a, it's an interesting combination. But anyway, uh, Brian says, let me start out by saying I'm a huge Kings fan here in Pennsylvania. I wanted to write to say... That first off, I'm very happy that we only uh, got a win tonight on the road, but beat the best team currently in hockey, the Bruins. How fitting that Trevor Moore would win it for us with the awesome news today of his contract extension. However, I know uh, I'm late with my thoughts on what direction the Kings should go in or do to get the Kings trained back on track. I believe always in great defense, so I would like to see the Kings bring in a top dog on defense. With that said, I would really like to uh, see, have them keep have uh, kept veteran Oli Mata. I thought he was a good stable force for us as a stay at home defenseman. I also believe there's something to be said with having a great goalie as well. I appreciate all that Quickie has done, and I have had the privilege to watch Copley play when he played years uh, ago with the Hershey Bears. But I feel like we really need to shore up the future there, and I know it could be costly. But it's is it worth exploring a trade? I did see a rumor just a week ago about a possible trade for Thatcher Demko. Lastly, it may be time for a new coach, a new voice in the room. I know Barry Trotz is out there. Uh, Now, with that said, I don't recommend doing anything till at least, say, the beginning of the new year. I say if the Kings are improving, playing consistent, and trending upward, then it's time to make some moves, perhaps in every area I've spoken about. Again, I'm no expert. These are just some thoughts. Love your podcast, Eddie. You do an excellent job in covering the previous game and covering topics of interest with the team. Keep up the great work. LA Kings for life. And again, that was from Brian in Pennsylvania. Uh, Brian um, let's see what would what I say about uh, again the trade uh, for a goaltender I don't I don't see that this season uh, certainly in the offseason I think the Kings might explore something um, the rumor about Thatcher Demko from Vancouver if you don't know uh, I don't put much stock in that um, I, he's still a very good young goalie and the Canucks are having issues but I don't see them hitting eject on him they've got some bigger fish to fry right now. They're trying to trade Bo Horvat and Brock Besser. And that's on the front burner for those guys. I don't, I just don't think Thatcher Demko is going anywhere, at least not right now. And by the way, Barry Trotz, if you didn't see it came out this um, month recently and said that he will not be getting back into coaching this season, maybe next season, but uh, he has no interest in returning to coaching at this point to join a team kind of in progress. So, um, if that were even a possibility to begin with, apparently Barry Trotz has no interest in returning to coaching, uh, at some point this season, uh, Mike in Lakewood says, congratulations on hundred shows that shows determination, passion, and a lot of other good qualities. Looking forward to more interviews with people in the industry, like Zach Dooley and Mike McKenna and more hockey history tidbits. As we proceed into the rest of the season, uh, he then goes into a kind of a scouting report on some of the teams, the Kings are competing with. For a playoff spot, he says, Edmonton is not the team of last year. They may find their game, but too little too late. Like the Kings with such a messed up start, I don't see Edmonton really being a dominant team down the stretch and beyond. Calgary defensively, not sure what's wrong with this team. They are nowhere near the regular season team of last year, and Markstrom is a great regular season goalie. But Calgary rocked last year during the regular season, as you know, almost as much as Colorado. And like I said, I just don't see them picking it up and making a substantial push. And Seattle, he says, like the Kings, I don't know what to think yet, but maybe they are legit. I don't think so. Uh, It is good to see another quickie backup doing good things. He's talking about Martin Jones. Uh, He says, again, good luck the rest of the way. Congratulations on 100. He didn't mention the Vegas Golden Knights, by the way. Uh, Vegas in first place in the Pacific. uh, But the Kings are in second. And there's a big game coming up next week against Vegas uh, in Vegas. We may have to get a special interview for that as the top two teams in the Pacific, at least right now, And hopefully then uh, we'll be going head to head. Uh, Leslie in Tarzana says, in regards to Phoenix Copley, like the Kings this season, I'm hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst. It's hard to believe he can keep this up. I know he is from North Pole, Alaska, so maybe his play of late is a Christmas miracle. Have you had a chance to talk to him? I haven't seen him interview. Just curious what his personality is like. In Phoenix, we trust for now. Go, Kings. Go. I have not had a chance to speak with Phoenix Copley, and I haven't seen any interviews with him either, so I'm not exactly sure what his personality is like. Um, but I'm again, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, um, we'll uh, we'll hear more from Phoenix Copley. Although it's been my experience, uh, that goalies are a different breed, uh, and uh, they don't, they don't like to talk too much. Cal Peterson is kind of a quiet guy, Jonathan Quick. I'd love to know what Jonathan quick is really like at a party. I bet he's fun. I bet he's cool. But when he's around the media, um, he's pretty stone faced. He's pretty, doesn't reveal much. Um, doesn't show off his personality. I'm sure he has a a good personality, but he does not reveal it, uh, very often, but goalies are a different breed. And I'm sure Phoenix Copley is probably a a little bit of a different guy as well. I hear he's like a fitness nut that he's like ripped. Like he's super into fitness. So, uh, for what that's worth. Uh, Bill and Tustin says, Hey, Eddie, uh, what do you think about the digital ads on the boards during the games on TV? I hate them. Is this something that is here to stay? Thanks for the show. Uh, Bill. Yeah. A lot of people around the NHL have complained about the digital ads during the TV broadcast, where they have like the animation going on during gameplay. Um, I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. I gotta be honest. I guess I'm in the minority, but it just, I don't even really, it doesn't bother me one bit. Um, But a lot of people, apparently it does. Um, I would say, you know, maybe a, those, by the way, they're not going anywhere. Uh, that's advertising money for the NHL and they they basically don't care whether you don't like it or not. They, they're getting ad money and that's all they care about. Um, maybe there's kind of a happy medium though. Like, you know, in the NHL, they play music during stoppages in the NBA. They play music during gameplay, which I hate. So maybe there's like a, a a happy medium here with the digital ads as far as the animation. Maybe they could only use the animation during stoppages of play, and once the play's going, then no animation. Um, but anyway, that's just my idea. Like I said, those things aren't going anywhere. Uh, thanks to everybody who emailed. We are going to check in on some YouTube comments in a moment, but first I need to let you know. That today's episode is brought to you by NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks if you become a few too many. and As the evening goes along, people start heading out and you think about calling for a ride, but now nah, you live nearby. You can make it home okay. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And Even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again, play it safe, and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. I want to close it out with some uh, YouTube comments. Uh, You are certainly more than welcome, uh, as always, to uh, make comments uh, on the YouTube episodes. If you would like, it's encouraged, positive, negative, whatever. It's your chance to chime in on that uh, that day's episode. Uh, Robert Wu says, uh, there is no rule that precludes a team from having three goalies. Unlikely, but I wouldn't want Copley to pass waivers because he won't pass it. A team will claim him. Regarding Quentin Byfield, the mayor, John Hoven, has been stating that the Kings don't intend to bring him up until after Christmas. John didn't say why they've kept him down there for so long. I infer the reason is for QB to... Consistency, or they want him to be hungrier. Uh, thank you, Robert. Um, yeah, I, I I don't see the Kings um, taking up a, a third goaltender. You're right; it's it, it could you could do that, um, and I'm sure it's happened occasionally, rarely uh, in the NHL. Um, but I don't see the Kings doing that. I think they would just keep cal peterson in, in the minors if phoenix copley again just turns into this incredible goaltender um i did see john hoven he said it in, in an intermission report on a king's broadcast that the kings didn't intend to call up could Byfield until after christmas but he didn't say why so um that's fine and it seems like he's going to be right about that but again i'm not sure why they've waited uh scott allen says my anxiety has dropped significantly with copley's calmness between the pipes as compared to quick and peterson he says, Brownie went a year too long, is quick in the same boat. Really hope he gets his game back to finish off what could, should be his last year. Yeah, it, we knew going into this season, um, you know, what was the future going to be for Jonathan Quick? It was a big question mark. He hasn't played as well as he did a year ago to this point. Um, but yeah, I think we all obviously admire uh, and respect what Jonathan Quick has done as an L.A. King. He is the greatest Kings goaltender in their history. Uh with all due respect to Hall of Famer Rookie Bashan, who didn't play his entire career in LA. Quick has. And uh he, again, he is the greatest goalie in Kings history. His 32 will be on the Raptors at some point. But uh um, yeah, hopefully it ends better than it has gone so far. Uh the last one comes from Joe. He says, Brant Clark back on the Kings this year. No, talented as F, but he's not physically ready to withstand the rigors of the NHL yet, especially during the drive to the playoffs and the playoffs themselves kings need to bring in some size physicality and experience good job by the kings in getting him lots of exposure while not burning that first year uh, thanks to all who uh, made the comments on the uh, youtube channel i picked uh, a couple of ones that i thought kind of stood out but everybody that comments uh, really do appreciate it thank you to all who emailed and commented we'll have more uh, on a show next week we do it every week a little feedback show if you want to send an email for a future show, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, EDDIE. We're on Twitter at Locked On LA Kings. We're on Instagram at Locked On LA Kings. Coming up on Friday, show a full recap of the Kings Flames game tonight. Uh, face-off is set for 7.30 local time. Game's going to be televised on Valley Sports West, and you can listen on the Kings iHeart Audio Network. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories of sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the headlines with local experts that only Locked On can provide. That is Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm Eddie Garcia. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Locked On LA Kings. Hopefully we talk about a Kings victory over the flames coming up on tomorrow's show. And as always, we close out the show by saying go Kings go.